Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner. College football season. To celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code TBPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Y'all ready? Got it. Yep, I'm ready. Man, NBA Summer League is here. The NBA free agency frenzy has now died down. And Team USA overcomes adversity and wins the gold medal. I'm Rosa Panda. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Of course, I have the two hooligans with me again. It's JJ. JJ, how you living, my friend? My name is... School's in session. What's up, everybody? And I also have John. John, how you living? My name is... What's going on, everybody? Man, so Team USA just beat France to win gold. They overcome adversity. Everyone was talking about how just Team USA was in shambles, especially when they lost to Nigeria. How did we do this? How did we do this, boys? I'm gonna start with JJ. How did we do it? Uh, two letters, KD. Yeah. Like straight up, I don't even know if there was no LeBron, there was no Steph. KD, by his good graces, agreed to join the Olympics. You know, after playing that crazy series against the Bucks, where he played entire right. games. Right. Um. After an Achilles injury, and he dominated and added to his legacy, I think he gained a lot of respect from his fellow haters, if that's even possible. But he certainly gained my respect. So, Katie, thank you for what you did in the Olympics, and I appreciate your game. Not your sensitivity, your game. <laughs> Some people are calling him the greatest of all time now just what? because of this. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. John, what did you think of this? I, I can't believe JJ is complimenting KD right now. <laughs> <laughs> what alternate universe are we living in? I know, seriously. Hey, man, it's the Olympics, dude. No, I'm just messing with you. I think so. Yeah, you got to give it to KD. I mean, he carried the team. If you, what did he have, 24? 29 points in the gold medal game against France. Yeah. And yeah, 29. I think I think one thing that I was wrong about predicting and, and kind of doubting the team was I didn't think that they could come together in such a short period of time. And they played, they actually, one thing that stood out to me is they actually played really good defense. You noticed a lot of the games were really low scoring. And they kind of locked down. They and that that's kind of a testament to Popovich, who's always been a he's always been good on that side of the ball, playing defense and teaching his guys to play together and help out and close out and do the little things to help win games. And I think that was 
kind of thing, something that was overlooked. And, and no discredit to KD, he carried the team on the offensive end and he came through when he had to. But I think overall the team played really good defense and that, that's kind of what carried them to the end. Yeah, that's actually like super surprising um, because typically like for Team USA, I want to say that we usually dominate on the offensive end where like the offense just keeps flowing and flowing and, and we kind of overpower the opposite team. This time it was defense. It was Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. It was um, and KD, Draymond Green. Like they really locked everyone up. Even Zach Levine played really good defense. I want to say those five players were probably the best players on the court whenever they were on the on the court together. Um, the second best player besides KD, in my opinion, might have been Drew Holiday. What? Do you guys are you guys agreeing with this, or do you guys think it was somebody else? Well, if we're going to keep receipts from our past pods, I'm pretty sure, and June, you could confirm this with me, that John said that Drew Holiday was going to save the day. Can I do that? And he did save the day. He was going to tattoo of him on his back. So I don't know if he said that kind of tongue-in-cheek. I, I don't I, know if he said JJ's, that in a way... <laughs> JJ is giving me too much credit. I, I definitely didn't say it that way. I must have just. Can I do that? I probably just named everybody and said he may do well, and I got lucky. No, um, I think I I hinted at the fact that Drew Holiday would come through on the defensive end, and he did. He's that's one of the things that he's always been consistent at, and he was kind of taking you know taking the other team's point guard, the head of the snake, and and taking that challenge. So. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I actually do remember. I I do remember what John said, Hated. and I think it was when Team USA was losing. We were all very depressed, saying like, "What is wrong with this team?" And then John basically threw up a hail mary and was like, "Is Joe? Is Drew Holiday gonna come in here and save this team? Like, is that really the solution? Is that really that what's going to happen?" And it just so happens that's exactly what we needed was Drew Holiday to put the clamps on the likes of Patty Mills, Evan Fournier, <laughs> and you, company, man. When you say it like that, it, it sounds way worse when you say it like that. Yeah, man. The, the two, top 200 players in the world. Yeah. You there have to get go. Drew Holiday. Oh, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And Drew Holiday had himself a summer, man. I mean, he, there's a quote. I'm going to read it to you guys. Um, basically, getting in at 1 in the morning, me, Book, and Chris then playing that night in France, losing that game, then being able to go through the rest of the tournament, and then winning the gold medal game. I don't know, I guess, thinking about it and me telling that story, man, that's a hell of a summer. And Drew Holiday, man, champion. And then also gold medal finalist or gold medal winner. What an amazing story for him. Um, I wanted to play a video for you guys. Draymond Green had quite the legendary Instagram story and I guys I want you guys to rate okay the team bus celebration and also Draymond celebration while winning the gold medal that's KD right there (laughs) and of course we're gonna have to play the PG version of this song of KD singing along to Drake Basically jamming out saying that he's gonna be a legend if he died today. Was I it want Drake? you guys. I thought it was a BTS. <laughs> That's slander. Was that Kitty Perry got... firework? <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to rate it. How would you rate 
Draymond's level of celebration compared to the team bus. I mean, he's on a team bus. How how uh, how great can a celebration be? But I got to give it to him as as he they did his, they did their thing. They won a gold medal against all odds and what everybody expected of them. So yeah, man, they deserve it. I feel like it probably got a lot crazier that he didn't want and he didn't document the the, the last 30, 45 minutes of what happened. But uh, I think it's funny that they're drinking LeBron's Lobos tequila. <laughs> and what was that was that Bam out of Bio? I think in the video and also there's KD, Draymond, and Booker, who we Book, saw. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's it's, it's uh, they should enjoy it. Good for them. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, Draymond could do whatever he wants. I know there's some Americans out there that says uh, that would say you gotta act like a true American and show respect. But that is a true American. He just won a gold medal. Yeah, that is a true American. And <laughs> he didn't drink Scottie Pippen's rum. He supported his boy, oh, true. LeBron. And Draymond gets a lot of heat. Like everyone calls him overrated. Charles Barkley called him triple single, but to all my young basketball fans out there, he does what you're supposed to do when you can't have the ball in your hands all the time and score. You rebound, you're a leader, you yell at your best player when needed, like yelling at KD, and he did that several times. I think that's really dope that you're not afraid to yell at your leader even though he's the best player not even just on the floor, come like arguably in the world, because that's what great leadership is through Draymond. You know Draymond had, you know Draymond had a little more incentive to yell at KD, especially after, <laughs> yeah. after what KD said about him back when he was with the Warriors. That's absolutely true, and you know what? What else would a great leader do but lead the party too? Because you're absolutely right. We only saw the first, the first bit of that party we all know that all the cameras are off after that team bus ride to wherever they were going um we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about summer league we're gonna talk about i guess just the top the top picks and their first games i mean who were you guys impressed by for summer league who are you guys wanting more from uh i'm gonna start with john well the one thing that sticks out because i i think we're all biased here is uh, Jalen Green, who's representing our Filipino brother and sisters. He balled out. He balled out, yeah. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. And he was a top 3 pick. But yeah, he's, he's shown like he's shown the skills. He has the length, the athleticism. He has a nice jump shot. And then Jalen sucks. Yes, and sir. not just because I said that he was going to be a star in a previous episode, but I mean, he did ball out. He had 24 points, 9 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 2 steals. But I did want to, I think, caveat that this is Summer League, so really need to take a lot of these numbers with a grain of salt. And I say that because Kyle Kuzma ripped up the Summer League back in 2017 or whatever it is. He was like the MVP of the league, and he crushed it. So I would just mm-hmm. put caution to the wind about any of these numbers. They're, they're not playing against the same level of competition that they will play when the, the actual season starts. So, Hey, he could still be an all-star this year. What? I think so. JJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, definitely. He, he said it. He's, he said it. You can't hate him anyway. for his confidence, I guess. 
<laughs> JJ. Oh man, I, I don't even know how I could follow up with that point. But uh, John's right. Like summer league, you're supposed to ball out, and that's a good sign. Like you don't know, you don't overreact to it. They're supposed to ball out. Ike Diagu, who was with the Warriors, scored I believe like 42, 44 points a game, <laughs> and he didn't even contribute in the league. So I mean. So wait, That's you, what you have to look. Go I, ahead. I was gonna say, so you're saying that we shouldn't take Leangelo Ball's 16 points and five three pointers <laughs> seriously. That's who I want to talk about, man. Well, that's who I, I was going to say. Like, that's exactly why I hate. I love summer league and I hate summer league. Like, is this fool really getting some shine? <laughs> seriously. Are we? Are we giving? Are we putting him shine on this pod? Like, are we are we buying oh. into this right now? Is this what we're doing? We're playing the video. We're RJ playing the highlight the video, video right yeah. now. With the oh video right God. there. Like, good. Why? All, all I need to say is that the top players, they performed like top picks, right? They performed like top picks, top players. And the person that we didn't expect was Jello Ball. You could run that video if you want, RJ. <laughs> Because, I mean, his first game, he scores 16 points. He scored, what, five threes? His second game, he had a 10, 5, and 2 game. He's, he actually looks kind of decent. I don't want to say good, because that's, uh, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous. Dude, that's the, that's the second unit of the Shanghai Sharks right there. Come on. Are <laughs> we really going to give this guy props? Yes, sir. We're keeping yo yo bro. We're gonna keep receipts on that, dude. You you almost said good. You almost said good. I almost I almost did, dude. This is how the media gets you, though. The media tricks you like no. that. Uh, okay. Is he gonna be on a team? Is he gonna be a Hornet? Like this if year? he if he makes a team, if he makes the Hornets, I do not expect him to get a lot of playing time. And he's he could be good for like four or five minutes a game and like two or three open threes but other than that i don't see him contributing beyond that and i'm i don't know i'm just maybe call me a pessimist but i don't see it you guys don't think it's gonna be like a Giannis Antetokounmpo and his brother situation like just keep him around just to keep the brother happy it could be is he gonna to end up on Lamella a team happy? i don't could know be. I don't know. His shooting those corner threes kind of nice. I mean, five threes. It looks like he has a little bit of a stroke. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say he's gonna be on the Hornets. What? I don't know if he's gonna be part of the rotation, but I think he makes a team. I agree. Is he gonna make a team me? to sell tickets, okay. which is so weak. <laughs> and true. The, come on, Michael Jordan. Uh, I know Michael Jordan. I I clown on you on what you wear. You think you're Mr. Fashionista with your hoop earrings and your Jinko jeans. But do you really gotta make... And he's the worst GM. Can, can we all agree with that? Is he the worst GM right now? He's pretty Absolutely. bad. He's pretty his, bad. Yeah, I mean, he's probably bottom five. I mean, he did select LaMelo Ball, but that was kind of like a no-brainer pick at number three, I guess, right? It fell to him. Yeah, yeah, that was like the only pick left. That's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love MJ's my favorite basketball player, but oh yeah, for sure. His, but we're not we're not talking about his basketball. We're, we're not we're talking about his fashion game and his yeah. GM game, and they're both terrible. Yeah, they're both bad. They're both bad. Let's be real. <laughs> I want to show you guys a highlight from uh, from summer league. It's a it's a dub or dud moment. The Houston Rockets center Alperin Sengun. 
taking a free throw here. We're going to watch this. He sits there and he's whispering or talking to the ball. I don't know if he kisses it right there. Baby, baby. And then he shoots it. And he nails it. Is that a dub or a dud? Talking to the ball, talking to the basketball before you shoot it. I'm going to start with JJ. Mm, I've never seen that before. I guess whatever it takes to make a free throw, but we've seen some uh, pretty unique free throw rituals. You have the yeah. Jason Kidd. What's Jason Kidd's The Kiss? The oh, Jeff yeah. Hornacek? Yeah. Is, uh, no, Jeff Hornacek wiped, Hornacek's his, wiped his face. Wiped, wiped his face. Yeah, yeah. wiped his which face. Is, which is a definite yeah. no-no during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Jake Kidd kisses, and which led, leads me to my point. Thank you, John. Um, you know, putting all your saliva on the ball, but you know who else put their saliva on the ball? Steve Nash. Yeah, he'd lick his, he'd lick his uh, hand. He'd lick his hands. His hands, fingertips, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, that's... I a, I, 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 go ahead, John. No, 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 sorry. Finish up, finish up. I mean, talking to a ball, you might, you know, get recommended by a psychiatrist <laughs> to get meds, but whatever it takes, I guess. I'll say a dud. I'll go back. It's a dud. Not my thing. Dud. I'm gonna, yeah. you know John, what? You think? I'm gonna go with a dub, believe it or not. And the reason I say that is because I think this is a marketing ploy. Because would we be talking about Alperen Sengun if he wasn't kissing or talking to the ball at the free throw line? Tell me. He's a marketing, he's a marketing genius. <laughs> That's true. He did get us to talk about him. I'm going to say it's a dub as well, just because it reminds me of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> when he tries to tell the ball to go to its home. That's all that it reminds me of. So I'm going to say a dub as well. We're going to get to the thick of it now, guys. I, I want you guys to tell me whether Kyle Kuzma is out of line here. He thinks that now that he's been traded... And we could see his outfit here. <laughs> he now thinks, since he's been traded from the Lakers and out of LeBron's shadow, <laughs> that he can now become an all-star. I got to start with our, our resident Laker here. John, do you think this is true? Do I think Kyle Kuzma can be an all-star? I don't know if that outfit inspires you to say yes. It inspires me to say a lot of things that I can't say here on this podcast. I, I'm going to say, uh, this answer might surprise you. I think he can be an all-star, but I think but I think it's, it's a very slim chance. And the reason I say that is because I don't know how much more opportunity he's going to get with Bradley Beal and then also the Wizards traded for Spencer Dinwiddie so he's really not going to be the first or second option on that team so he's still going to be kind of the third at, at best right so in terms of opportunity I don't know if he's going to get there I do think Kyle Kuzma has there are if, if he's utilized in a different way and I don't, I don't think the Lakers did that in a better in a more efficient way or in a way that can um, showcase his skills. I think he can be valuable, but 
again, I'm skeptical because when you're playing with LeBron James, right, one of the greatest, not only greatest players, but one of the greatest distributors of the ball that we've ever seen in the league. And so if you can't get going with LeBron, and granted, he was off coming off the bench, so maybe he didn't see as much time with LeBron. I don't know what the minutes are exactly, but I feel like if you can't get it done with him, how, what's the outlook for these other players, right? I know Bradley Beal is a star, but he's not really a distributor. Spencer Dinwiddie is also known for his scoring, but not his distributing. So I, I think it could happen. I'm not going to say it, it won't, but I think it's a slim chance. Wow. John is leaving the door open. What do you think? What do you think, JJ? Well, numbers-wise, if we're talking about how many roster spots are on an all-star team, I don't even think he has a chance, even with the in, within the Eastern Conference. You have Harden, you have Bradley Beal, as John said. So those are already two spots without even really thinking about the other. Well, he's he's a forward, right? Yeah, he's, I think he can so, small yeah. forward, small forward. And he, small I, forward or power yeah, he was power forward with the Lakers his first three years and small forward last year. So, I don't know. Kevin Durant? It's, yeah, there's KD. There's so many players, right? Tatum. Jalen yeah. Brown. Jalen Brown. That's a good point. And it also, it, there's no way he would make the starters, right? He would. It would no, be a reserve no make, at best. Yeah. The reserve of the reserve of, like, the Shanghai Sharks. Also. You! You! <laughs> But like, it's that's like the, the caveat right there. Yeah, that's the caveat. Like, <laughs> I like with Kyle Kuzma, it's, it's not even like what he does, like or like his totals, like or sorry, his statistics, because we've seen him score about 18, right? Um, his sophomore year. It's yeah. just his decision making. Like, people have YouTube video, YouTube videos of him with his kind of. I don't even know what to call it. Like embarrassing plays. Yeah. They call like it low lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's a good point too. It, it is his decision making, and I, I don't know if his IQ is up to par to be an all star, but yeah, I, I do think that leaving LA where there's a lot of distractions, he was loving the, the LA lifestyle, and you could tell by his Instagram and the, his fashion and all the things that he was into. So maybe out over there in DC, he could. He could uh, focus a little more on basketball but that remains to be seen and have you guys seen any sorry just to cut you off but have you guys seen any uh nba player after their fifth year of having you know terrible tenure go back up to an all-star it's pretty rare yeah it's gotta be pretty rare but i actually wanted to mention something that might be like Kyle Kuzma's hope, which is there are Lakers that have like gone away from LA and ended up being an all-star. Because if you think about Brandon Ingram, you think about Julius Randle now. You also think about um, Lonzo Ball. Wasn't he an all-star as well? Yeah, you're D-Lo. making you're making me real D-Lo. sad. You're making me real D-Angelo sad Russell. here. You're making me real sad here, man. <laughs> I'm just giving you hope, man. No, I'm giving are... you hope that your Kyle Kuzma prediction is correct. I, I mean, it will be. It has to. Be, it'll be better than my Phoenix Suns Milwaukee Bucks prediction. That's for sure. <laughs> I think there's a shot. I think there's definitely a shot. But the East now is 
that's the powerhouse, dude. That's the powerhouse of the league, it seems like, right now, because the East just gets deeper and deeper and deeper, especially now that we just had this free agency frenzy. Um, but we'll see what Kyle Kuzma has for next year. I'm going to show you guys a, a video now from the House of Highlights. And we knew this was coming. RJ. Uh -oh. And here we go. It's oh. a practice video. There's Rondo. And here comes Ben Simmons, draining threes, just uh -oh. making it rain. Uh-oh. I don't know who said it on this pod, but someone said that during the offseason, there's going to be a video of Ben Simmons shooting three-pointers, and everyone's going to get tricked once again. John, what do you think of this video? We called it. Somebody here called it. I don't remember who it was, but I think we're collectively going to take the credit for what has transpired here. <laughs> we didn't know when it was going to show up, but we knew it was going to show up. And, and lo and behold, there's Ben Simmons, for some reason, shooting threes with Rajon Rondo and draining, what, three in a row? Four in a row? I mean, guys, guys, girls, anybody who listens to this is Ben Simmons has done this year after year after year, and it's not his fault. There's people on taking video of him and putting it on House of Highlights and ESPN and saying, is this the year that Ben Simmons is finally going to be a good shooter? And I can confidently say, I know I've made some crazy predictions in the past, but I promise you, Ben Simmons will not shoot from the three well next year. I don't care. Who is his shooting coach? I don't care if Steph Curry is teaching him. He will not be a good three-point shooter. I don't care how many practice videos come out. And I'm clearly very passionate about this topic because I'm tired of Ben Simmons shooting threes well in practice and people believing that he's going to turn the corner. No, no, no. Hate it. JJ, what do you think? I mean, everyone could shoot three threes in a row and post it on IG. They have, yeah. you could, there's like, those, they have those E60 on, you know, those mini documentaries of those kids that their dream was to finally play a basketball game for their high school and they did and they hit three threes in a row and they're terrible at basketball. <laughs> so anyone and, and their mama, my mom, who probably hasn't picked up a basketball in years, could probably make three threes in a row. <laughs> And I could put it up on IGN. I'll call. I'll call the Shanghai Sharks too. <laughs> Name drop them once again. So I don't know. Like I guess it's cool. Like, is it comforting that he probably has the best three-pointer, three-point shooter in the league, Rajon Rondo, with him? Is he the best? Did I not get that memo? I was actually gonna bring that up. Like this has to be a confidence thing, right? It has to be a yeah. confidence thing. Like, did was the strategy really to pair him up with Rajon Rondo so that they could both be equally bad at shooting the three-pointer? And I gotta say, too, it's like another thing that really bothers me is people are trying to make Ben Simmons something that he's not. And mm -hmm. that's not the right approach. They need to adjust to him and find ways to enhance his skills and what he's really good at which is defense cutting flashing driving to the basket 
even putting even back to the basket on the block because he's so big and stronger than anybody at his position. It's just crazy to me that we're all trying to get Ben Simmons. The narrative is, let's make Ben Simmons a great three-point shooter, which is so hard because he's actually a terrible three-point shooter, and he wasn't. He won't even shoot the ball, which is the biggest issue. And like, yeah. and like to, to add on to that, John, and great points, I think what's good about why he's with Rondo, except shooting threes, is that he could tailor his game like Rondo, which is very similar. And you, yeah. you basically said all the characteristics, play D, distribute the ball, take it to the rack, but he does not have the confidence nor the tenacity of Rondo, which maybe that's a great you know mentor to have right now. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's probably a, a great mentor to have because their styles are similar. Rondo's just half his size. Yeah, if there's anything that we learned from this last NBA Finals, it's that if you're not a good three-point shooter, but you do everything else at an elite status, maybe you should focus on that. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo, every single time that he shot a three, everyone was basically grabbing their hair because they're like, "What? Just take it to the basket! What the heck are you doing?" And Ben Simmons, maybe he should focus on that too instead of posting up these uh, highlight videos of him <laughs> shooting three, three buckets in a row. I don't know. Anyway, that's actually all we have for tonight's episode of uh, the Clinic. JJ, thank you for being on, my friend. Hey, thank you, listeners. Be safe out there. Come on now. John, thank you for being on, man. Thank you. We'll have a uh, Scotty Pippen segment next episode, I, I promise you. We, we missed him too much. <laughs> we got to search him up, man. And, of course, shout out to RJ, the video producer. I'm Rosa Panza. Of course, this is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.